Enchantment, the podcast where we uncover the enchantment in the everyday and explore the extraordinary power that resides in each of us. I'm your host, Katrina Lully, a life and spiritual transformation coach, author, a mom, a wife, and a woman on a mission to help you reignite your inner magic and live a life you truly love. In this podcast, we're here to share inspiring stories, timeless wisdom, and uplifting conversations about life, relationships, personal growth, and spirituality. We're here to provide you with tangible tools to reignite that inner fire, to shine your light brightly, and to turn up that magic that's been within you all along. Join me on this journey where we'll explore the path to a life filled with purpose, passion, and fulfillment. Together, we'll unlock the secrets to living a life you love. Are you ready to align your soul and reignite your spirit? Then let's embark on this transformative adventure together. So grab a comfy seat, settle in, and let's dive deep into the enchanting world of self-discovery, personal growth, and spiritual awakening. This is The Magic Within. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Katrina Lelly. And well, maybe not by now, but pretty soon we're going to be besties. We're just going to be in the groove in this co-creation of relationship together through the podcast. And if you haven't already joined us over at the We Are The Magic Facebook group. You can see the link in the show notes, but come over, join us over there. There's more community there. I drop in. I actually do some of the podcasts live in there, or I will be doing some of the podcast recordings live in there. And just bringing value and so much more to you in that group. It's an opportunity to find others who are listening to the show, maybe find your soul brothers and sisters all of the things. So let's dive in. I am really feeling juicy about this topic. Um, I was on a walk this morning, kind of like deciphering, you know, what, what do we talk about? What are we going to talk about on the podcast? And um, as I was on my walk, the idea and revelation came like, well, let's talk about discipline. Because you just went through this work yourself at a deeper level with your own teacher. And those of you who are familiar with the Lent of Michael happened in August and it's 41 days, if I recall correctly. I don't know all the things about it, but I just followed my teacher's guidance and discipline was the big theme through that Lent. You know, setting ourselves up for success. What is it that we want to call in and what is it we're letting go of? It was an opportunity just to go deeper within, but this theme of discipline was very big. And, you know, I don't know what your reaction is when we first think about and talk about discipline, but I have always had just this bad vibe from it. You know, um, discipline means it's got to be hard. There's got to be struggle. You got to do things that you don't want to do. Like, and that is not the truth. 
And what I've learned is discipline is actually the highest form of self-love. Discipline is the highest form of self-love. And it's because we are willing to go inward and dig deeper within to set ourselves up to succeed, to set our lives up in a way that we want to show up, that we're desiring to show up. When we're working on goals or habits or just, you know, changing the way, the things that we do, the way that we're showing up, discipline is where that comes in. And discipline supports us when through motivation and when the motivation and the excitement is gone. You know how that goes. Like we get really excited about something and so we're all in on it, right? We're all in, we're going, we're doing this thing. And then maybe a week in, we're like losing the excitement, we're losing the high of it. And we find ourselves like, I don't want to show up today. I really have to like get out of bed and go to the gym. Can I just have that like piece of cake? Oh, can I just not do that? Cause like I'm tired. I'm overwhelmed. My plate's full today. I have too much on my calendar. Um, and the whole like, well, I don't, you know, the, the story we can tell ourselves is like that whole, like, Oh, I don't, I don't really want to do this anyway. I, I was just kidding. <laughs> Have any of you ever had that kind of story going through your head? I know that I sure have. But it's so crucial because motivation does not last. The excitement can wear off or at least it will lessen. And those of us who are the chasers for that excitement, that thrill, we want to always feel good and we don't always feel good. But what builds the motivation back up, what builds the excitement back up are in those low points that we still continue to show up and do the things that we said we're going to do. And it builds that muscle of trust in self. You're building the muscle of trust in self. You're building the discipline of self. You're building the growth. This is where the grit comes in. This is where that comes in and you're like, okay, I'm doing this. I said I was going to do this. Because those of us who are people pleasers, Or, you know, we're so willing, I know a lot of us moms are like this, like we're so willing to show up for everyone else. We're so willing to do the things for anybody else. You get asked, you know, hey, can you come do this thing for me? Yeah, I'll do that. No problem. Oh, hey, mom, I need help doing this. Okay, yep, no problem. And then what happens? We drain our cup. We start to get resentful. We start to get like frustrated and we're like trying to figure out like what's wrong? Like why am I not feeling so great? Like why am I so frustrated? Why am I short? Why am I just like mad at the world kind of feeling, right? It's because we we give all of this this energy out. We're willing to show up for everybody else, but we're not as willing to show up for ourselves. And so it's crucial for personal growth and self-love. Discipline is the highest form of self-love. And so 
you know, I don't know if you've ever set goals in your life and you didn't accomplish them. Like, again, that excitement, you set this big goal and you're really excited about it. And then you start to fall off on like keeping, following through with your, keeping to your word and following through with the actions to get you towards that goal. And it starts to kind of like fall off and you don't, you don't accomplish your goal, right? Or maybe you, maybe the other side is, yeah, you do, you still show up and you follow all of the things. But are you like actually in alignment? That's a different, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but in alignment with the goal. But if you fall, you know, that the discipline here is going to nurture that self-trust, that trust within yourself. And in your subconscious mind, what's happening is, you know, in the back of that mind and your subconscious, it's saying like, oh, well, this isn't going to work anyway you don't, you don't, you never follow through with your word. You don't, you don't accomplish your goals. Like what, what are you talking about? Like you don't do this. And so by building this muscle of discipline, we're building and nurturing self-trust. I am a person. I am a woman. I am a man of my word. My word is my bond. Say that with me. My word is my bond. How does that feel for you when you say that? Does that make you uneasy and kind of queasy? Or does it like bring this excitement within you? Notice just how that feels for you when you say, my word is my bond. And this is a mantra that you can add in to your day, especially when there's some a new habit you're trying to bring in, something, whatever that is, like bringing that forth, my word is my bond. And, you know, when it comes to discipline, also, what I've noticed is uh, we want to set, like, really big goals. And this isn't what this is about. This is about making the small steps, taking the small steps. So what is something that you're working on that you want to be doing with your life? Like, for me personally, one of the things was, like, I want to go walking every day. I had not been working out or exercising for a really long time. My body was starting to break down. So I thought to myself, what can I do that will get me the exercise? And this was twofold, like get me outside because I love being outside. I love being in nature. And so asking that myself, like, what is it that thing is like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk every day for 20 minutes. That's what I started with. I'm going to go for a walk for 20 minutes every single day. And The first week I did okay. I did not walk every single day. And we did a check-in and, you know, did a check-in with self. Like, how is this working for you? Do you want to continue with this? Or is there some tweaks that needed to be made? And well, me, I wanted to stick with it because I I was going to make sure it was different this time. And so the next week I did better. I still didn't walk every day, but I did better. I had already started to build the stacking blocks of this new habit. And the following week, we checked in. How are things going? You know, what is it you want to shift? What is it you want to do? Now, mind you, when I say we checked in, we had five different little, five different things we were calling in and five different things we were were letting go of. And... What, how do I, so checking in, how is this going for you? And it's like, it's really great, but 
I don't like being tied to the fact that it's going to be 20 minutes because here's where my mind goes. I'm looking at the clock before I leave the house and I'm watching the clock on my walk to make sure I walk 20 minutes. And if I go over 20 minutes, that's fine, but I at least got to make it to 20 minutes. And where I was at when I was starting this, sometimes walking every day for 20 minutes was a little too much for my body. And so I shifted and adjusted this particular habit that I was building, this new goal was like, I am going to go outside and go walking every single day. And that felt better and more in alignment with me. I didn't want the whole number tied to it. And for me, I found that's true in a lot of areas. Like don't make me get tied to a particular number in certain areas because then it doesn't feel as good. I just want to be able to show up, do the thing, and not worry about the result right now. The result already is the fact that I showed up and I did the thing. Not how long, how much, that kind of thing. I showed up and did the thing. That's what supported me. And it maybe that is something that will support you as you're building a habit. Maybe you're building a new goal, whatever it is. But this discipline, being a person of your word with self-love is a foundation for your positive habits. And where people get caught up is they, you know, set the really big goals. I'm going to do this and this and this. Like, wait a minute. We are just adding on and creating these big goals. Most of the time, you're already setting yourself up for failure. And I don't want you to fail. We don't want you to fail. And so what can, what actually is realistic Is it maybe one to three things? Maybe it's just one thing. Like meet yourself where you're at. There is nothing wrong with meeting yourself where you're at while stretching yourself. That's important. Like we still get to stretch ourselves, but also meeting ourselves where we're at with grace and love and all of those kinds of things. But this discipline is a foundation for building those habits and it's going to sustain you through those moments where the motivation starts to go back down, where, you know, we come up on the high, we're really excited and the motivation starts to go back down and we're not feeling like it, but I am a person of my word and I said I was going to go do this walk every day, insert whatever that is for you. And so... When we're building these habits, it's it's researched and it's science that these habits are developed, maintained, and changed. And there's different ways that you can, you know, do these things for yourself, like repetition and consistency. You know, um, this habit follows a process that is called, they call it the, the habit loop. And I didn't know about this until just recently, but it's cue, routine, and reward. The cue is the trigger or signal that initiates the habit. So that the routine is the behavior or action itself and the reward is the positive outcome or satisfaction associated with the with completing the routine. So like if you have a habit of checking your phone, maybe one of your goals is not to check your phone so much. That's your routine. And every time you hear a notification sound, that's the cue. And the reward to that cue might be the feeling of connectedness or curiosity or satisfaction. Those are the habit, 
the routine, what do you do, and the cue. So we have to come in and interject within that. What is something I'm going to do differently? So if you hear the cue on your phone, you hear the ding on your phone, like instead of like, you know, getting really aware of the fact my normal thing is just to go on autopilot and pick up my phone. Oh, no, I am going to sit here and just take a deep breath and let it sit for a minute. You know, like breaking it. You don't have to not check it for hours, but like, hey, no, I'm just going to not respond. This was actually a really big one for me. Like I used to be the person who responded right away. I would get right on it. That was my mode. And now I let my phone sit when it dings. I just let it be. And I go and check it when I decide I want to check it. Not because it's a natural, absolute thing. And there is so much more to this habit building and being reinforced. And, you know, they, they're, they're strongly influenced by the context in which they occur. So like the environment, the time of day, your emotional state, your social setting, settings. And all of those things are within this habit forming. But you have, so sometimes we have to set ourselves up in a different, in a different environment. We, you know, decide what time of day is actually going to work best. Maybe I need to change something up within my office or my home or where I put things. So um, all of those things are, are incredibly supportive when you're trying to like insert new habits, but looking at it all. But the really most important foundation, like I've said, is, you know, totally allowing this to be an act of self-love. So when you decide what you're wanting to do, what you're bringing in, like, what would my highest self desire? What is my highest self asking for me to step into? And I loved this aspect that we did within this um, Lent that we did with our teachers of not only are we adding in, but we're letting go. We're letting some habits go or some thoughts or some ways of being that are no longer serving us. Because here's what I've learned is when we bring something in, something gets cleared out because or actually something gets cleared out so we can bring something in because we need to create that space for the new to come in by clearing out, by letting go. But what happens when we fall off the path? This is, like, everybody does this. I don't care what anybody says, what you see, everybody falls off the path. Nobody starts out in in a perfect way and does it exactly everything. Like, it just, it just doesn't happen. Setbacks and falling off the, the path are going to happen. And, like, with my walking thing, like, Instead of taking out my shame bat and like beating myself up and like, oh, this isn't going to work. Maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. I was like, no, let's reevaluate this. Let's look at instead, what is something different or how can I, how can I mold this a little bit more precise or refined or like how what is actually a little bit more supportive for this and for me it was let's let's take off the the time limit of 20 minutes it's not even a limit but let's take off the 20 minutes let's just do the fact that I'm going to walk every day and you know what I walk still 
even though this period is over, I don't walk every day, but I walk a majority of the days. It's something I still continue in my routine, and now it's just a natural way of being. And for, for me, thankfully, I have the time and space to do it in the morning, which is the most crucial time for me. I get my youngest son on the bus. I get dressed. Like setting yourself up for success is like maybe you put your clothes out. Maybe it's you get dressed beforehand. I mean, you got to get dressed beforehand, right? Anyway, but what I mean is like get dressed with the intention that I'm going to be going for a walk. I don't need to get dressed, dressed for the day yet, but I'm going to be going for a walk. So I'm going to dress myself in my walking clothes. And then I get my son ready for school. I get, I do my morning routine, my other morning stuff. And then I get him on the school bus and I go for, I go from the school bus stop and I start my walk from there. It's not very far down from my house, but I just start my walk from there because that sets me up to be successful. So how can you build upon something that is already happening within your life to help you kind of like stretch yourself and like I'm already doing this. Like I think they call it like habit stacking or something like that. There's an actual term for it. But doing that will help you stay on the path. And and if we fall off the path, don't shake it off. Literally shake it off and reevaluate. Or give yourself some grace or self-love. Because discipline, there's nowhere in the term or line of discipline that says you have to do it every single day at the same time with the same clothes on, with the same this, with the same that, and, and that, and it's every, like, consistent, like, there's no rules there. That's a lie or lies that you're telling yourself. So let that go. Am I doing the very best I can today? Yes or no? What can I do tomorrow? What can I do differently? And I've had those days in the past, especially when it comes to exercise, you know, getting out, going to the gym. I've had those days where I would put my my gym clothes on and I would spend at least an hour, sometimes two, like fighting going to the gym. And then I would drag my butt there and I'd go and I'd be like, God damn, why did I fight so hard? You know, and that's the funny thing is we get such an incredible reward, this sense of accomplishment within ourselves when we do the thing we say we're going to do. There's an accomplishment, there's a feeling that comes through and there's a lightness and it starts to fill back up that cup of motivation and excitement. Like, God, this feels really good. Why did I fight this so hard? Have you ever asked yourself that? Like, why did I fight so hard? Right? And so just getting back up, supporting the resilience, this is also going to build resilience within yourself. Resilience builds and when you're in that state of discipline and you're willing to show up and do those things. And again, having self-love and self-compassion to getting back on track. We're human beings. We have lives. We are not made perfect. Well, we are made perfect. I take that back. We are perfect just as we are. Progress is perfection. And so, again, going back, what do we do when we fall off? We recommit. We refine if we need to. And I'm not going to suggest, actually, that you go refining, like, right away, because sometimes we don't need that refinement until later. 
And as you go through this process, give yourself 30 days, 46 days, give yourself some time and explore within yourself what is coming through for you. How are you feeling differently about yourself? You know, going into that introspection and that self-reflection, you know, what is it you're finding? And I can tell you from personal experience, and my husband did this, even watching him, both of us have come alive in a way that we have not been alive before. And I can guarantee that you will begin to come alive, especially as you let go of the hard, the struggle, it's supposed to look a certain way. You allow yourself grace, self-compassion, exploration, refinement through building these this discipline and these habits. You will come alive in a new way. You will have a newfound respect for yourself. And this this respect and newfound love for self is going to emulate out in the world. And so I already talked a little bit about like what you can do to like how to start doing this, but I want to go a little bit further into what that means. Like how do we, how do we start? Because I think this is so important because we, we, we get caught up really fast in the head. Back to that, it's got to be big. No, start small and be realistic. Begin with small, manageable changes so you don't feel so overwhelmed. Set achievable goals or achievable landmarks that align with your abilities and your current lifestyle. And establish a routine. Maybe you put it in your calendar. Consistency is key and consistency, just like discipline, doesn't mean every day. Like me, you know, it doesn't have to be an everyday habit. It may be like three days this week, I'm going to do this. And it doesn't have to be something you do either. It could be um, uh, something, you know, anything with like, okay, the self-doubt in my head. Anytime, no, let's go, let's actually change that. Comparison, because this is the big one for a lot of us. I'm letting go of this comparison and instead I'm going to choose something else, joy. I'm going to choose to love myself. And so that comparison is when I'm on social media and I'm scrolling and I'm looking and I start to go in comparison, that's my trigger. That's my warning that I'm done. It's time to, it's time to let go. It's time to put the phone away. Maybe you put timers on your social media. I've done that. I still do it. And sometimes I ignore the timer. Sometimes I actually follow the timers. But it helps with that like trigger of this might be too much for you. Because we don't want you to go into comparison. We don't want you to just go into the scroll hole. But establish a routine of some sort. Consistency is key, you know, daily or a weekly routine. Maybe it's you wanting to have some more time with your partner. You know, what do you do? Once a week, we have we take 10 minutes to like truly check in with one another. I suggest a little longer than that, but I get it. Life is busy, especially as parents. You know, and scheduling s- certain times. Is that supportive for you to have certain times where you do these new things that you're wanting to do? You know, placing visual cues in your environment is also very supportive. So if you're trying to drink more water... Keep a water bottle on your desk 
or you buy a bigger water bottle. Maybe you, you decorate it with some fun stickers. What does that look like? You know, and if you having accountability and support, who, who, friend, family, you know, who are people in your life that you want support from? Come join the Facebook group. Tell people you're doing this. Tell them you listen to the podcast and, hey, this is what I'm doing. Is there anybody here that wants to, like, do something with me? And celebrate when you do, when you keep your word to yourself. When you follow through with these things, celebrate it. We don't celebrate our lives enough. And having that celebration of self just builds that trust and that love within yourself. Like, yes, this is the, this is what I love. It's feeding and nourishing the soul. And just being mindful of that, that mindset and your self-talk. When we go into this is hard, I can't do this, like that's what you're going to get, right? Okay, this may be hard or I feel like this is hard right now, but I'm willing to explore this. I'm willing to try something new. I'm willing to do something different. Really just allowing yourself to kind of play in the space, having patience and being persistent and reflecting and adjusting. Those are all of the keys to building and creating this foundation within yourself when it comes to self-discipline. So observe yourself as you go through this process and share with me. I would be really curious like what you're what you're calling in, what you're letting go of, and you know, practicing this mantra. My word is my bond. My word is my bond. Discipline is a form, the highest form of self-love. And watch your life change. Watch the small shifts within yourself. Observe those things because they will happen. The moment you decide to start choosing more of you and keeping your word to yourself which is the most important person that you need to keep your word to, you, the, the changes will be jaw-dropping. They will be subtle and they will be jaw-dropping. So if you loved today's episode, please make sure to share. If you share and you love this episode, share it on your socials. Tag me at Katrina A. Lully on Instagram. Before we say goodbye, I want to extend my heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you for being a part of this community. Your presence and support mean the world to me. If you've been inspired, if you found value in what you heard today, my ask is that you share this podcast with friends and loved ones because together we can spread the magic and empower others to live a life they love. Don't forget to subscribe and review the show over on iTunes and join me and others over in the We Are The Magic Facebook community. I've posted the link in the show notes below. Until we meet again in the next episode, remember your magic is real, your light is powerful, and your potential is boundless. Take care, stay inspired, and always remember to shine your unique light out into the world. Sending you off with love and magic.